So then I I looked to see if the domain name was there. And quite honestly, if the domain name wasn't there, I don't think this would ever have happened. Like, I'm like, it was like a sign. I'm like, oh, all right. And once I got the domain name, I'm like, maybe we should look into this. And so I bought it right away. And that's not kind of how it all started. Hi there and welcome to the Greyhound Guide, an official podcast of the Sport Management Department here at the University of Indianapolis. This episode is part of a limited edition series titled The Founders. We will be interviewing the founding partners of Rampshot, Crossnet, and Sauce Toss over the next few episodes. These games are unique to the industry and quickly becoming some of the fastest growing sports in their field. Stay tuned to learn how they went from idea to product to millions. I am your host, Cody McCullough. So what games do you typically play while tailgating? It's probably the usual cornhole, hillbilly golf. What about hockey? That might sound crazy, but it's exactly what two former college hockey players set out to do in 2013. Court Bullock and John Vadness are the founders and creators of Sauce Toss. This is essentially cornhole for hockey players. The product is very compact, so it can be transported with ease. This allows hockey athletes to stay intact with the game year-round, which is beneficial to their growth and development within the sport. I don't have much experience with hockey outside of watching the new Mighty Ducks series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, with that said, we are happy to be joined by Court today and learn more about how Sauce Toss came to be, because most ideas discussed between friends die as the night goes on, but this one was given life. So we like to start with a fun question. I got to ask, I was, when reaching out to you, looking on your social medias and stuff, I saw all this T-Rock stuff on your Instagram. And I was like scrambling my brain and I, I realized it was your name backwards. But like, how did that nickname come to be? No, and it's smart that you picked up on that. Uh, it was kind of my, it's, it's kind of been an alter ego. It's like my, uh, you know, transform into T-Rock like when I was on the ice and it was something that actually started in back in uh, oh, I can't remember how old it was but we were playing Sim City and my brother uh, started a fork truck and it was just cork backwards and then so I just grabbed it down I like the T-Rock and and so like I, I always like you know you're not supposed to give yourself a nickname uh, but it was always something that yeah, it took me a second to get it because it has the hyphen in there. And yeah. the hyphen makes it sound cool because if it was just Troc, that would be yeah. just confusing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for the listeners who have never heard of Sauce Toss, can you explain what the game is and how it's played? Because like I know in looking at this, there's a little net um, and there's a big net. So just kind of touch on the point system and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, like you said, it's, it is like the beanbag toss version for hockey. And it replicates, you know, like getting a ringer in a small, the, the hole in the cornhole game, um, which I believe in Indiana, you, it's, it's big, they call it cornhole. Other places it's like beanbag toss, like when I was yeah. it's like beanbag toss. But uh, so the small net basically is your three point, big net's your one point, which, which would be landing on the board. And uh, yeah, that's like 
literally in Iowa State, where I went to college, that's where uh, we did a lot of tailgating. And after after I got done school and we would go to some games, I'm like, man, it'd be great to like, because you see the different games, and I'm like, God, it'd be great to have like a hockey twist to like, because I've I've said this before, it's 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 amazing to like just have, get a hockey player in a social setting with a hockey stick in their hand. They love it. I mean, they're like, oh, this is this is my jam. So. Um, I, you know, prototyped a bunch of stuff and uh, boys loved it. And, and I'm like, hmm, yeah, maybe there's something here. So, yeah. So how did you guys come up with the, like with the game originally? Was it like whenever you made that first prototype, how did that come to be? And then how did you come up with the name i'm not familiar with hockey language so i don't know if like sauce toss is a hockey term mm -hmm. yeah so um like saucing just to give you a definition saucing in hockey or a saucer pass is when you like pass the puck and it kind of floats like a flying saucer so if you're trying to get like over a defender stick to your teammate you, you throw a little sauce on it and that's what the, the guys would call it is like you know tossing sauce and like you know i have a buddy brad kruger is one of my my good friends that he was around when we started it'd be like he would call himself ragu because he just you know he tosses sauce on the ice because it's kind of a it's kind of a sexy uh art skillful pass and uh so like that's nothing new and even toss like throwing sauce into like targets or whatever is nothing new I'm like, it'd be really cool if there would be a way to, you know, adapt this in a tailgating setting. And then I went on the internet and because I, I thought I it came up with the idea. I was like, I think we did a small net, big net, a board. And then what would you call it? And I was like, sauce toss, like bring back toss. So then I... I looked to see if the domain name was there. And quite honestly, if the domain name wasn't there, I don't think this would ever have happened. Like, I'm like, it was like a sign. I'm like, oh, all right. Because I, I always thought the name was catchy and like, um, it it resonates with hockey players. It was like, oh, man, I know exactly what you're talking about. So it kind of, uh, it started that way. And like, I just thought it was a catchy name. And once I got the domain name, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe we should look into this. And so I bought it right away. And um, yeah, I mean, that's not kind of how it all started initially. I was just listening to a podcast this morning when I was working out. And I always listen to business podcasts. And the person had said uh, kind of what you did. They said they searched the domain and they got what they wanted. Because uh, they were saying, like, if a squatter was sitting on it wanting like 10 or 20,000, that there's no way they would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. And that, that was just like the green light that I should pursue it further. And that just gave me the confidence to, like, just get to the next step. And then the next, you know. I don't know your background and your degree. Then I went into medical device sales and orthopedics for Arthrex. And did that for you know several 
five, six years. And during that time is when, you know, I came up with Sastas kind of on the side. And my parents own a small uh, sports manufacturing company. Um, my dad invented a machine called the Power Skater, which is what I, um, I used growing up and is super beneficial product for developing proper skating stride. So it's basically like two tracks with resistance bands on it. And uh, you, you teach muscle memory, mind memory um, by using it. And it's a, it was a small business and it was something that I wanted to bring to them because, you know, I didn't really have the time to do it. I was full, full blown with, uh, you know, my medical advice job. But I, I thought it would be something that they could maybe take on. And so I, I just thought the hockey community would just gravitate towards it. And uh, my dad was very hesitant initially. Very, like, and I had to build enough prototypes to bring it to him where I felt like he would get it. And he'd be like, okay, we maybe we could try this out. And we went over back and forth and finally came up with a, a solution. Um, and my buddy Brad Kruger helped you know, with the, some small seed investment to get it going. And Johnny, who's, you know, current uh, partner now, he was, he's an invent, long time in, inventor, um, owns a plumbing shop. He's, uh, he's had a lot of as seen on TV products. Um, he's always been a voice because like, he really gave me the confidence to like, yeah, you should do this. Yeah. And so, and he, you know, he played uh, four years of junior hockey, played up in Bemidji. He's a hockey guy and I, I know him because of Brad. And so he like, cause I always reach out to him cause he's an entrepreneur and I was like, Hey, what do you think? Is like, am I crazy? Or he's like, no, you're not crazy. And like, I'd be sketching some things and uh, my roommates would be like, what are you doing? Like, just thinking like, I think I got something here, man. Uh, and uh, then I would build some prototypes and then I'd play with the boys and it would be, they were like, oh, this is, this is awesome. It's awesome. Uh, and it turned to the point where I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to bring this out anymore because I don't want <laughs> I don't want to get taken away. So I was like, I started shielding it a little bit. And, you know, so my buddies will say how like, protective I ended up being because I was like some guy would come and oh this is amazing I took a photo of it I'm like oh wow hey whoa and then so they would give me give me crap about uh uh being so protective um and my dad agreed to like get us started um or just get the do the manufacturing side of it um and it was really small and then we put it on the internet and couldn't believe the uh response we had and I remember I made a video. Uh, I, I was working on an iMovie, like you, you, you used. And I worked really long. It was late. It was like 2 a.m. And then I like finished it, posted it to Facebook. The next morning, it went viral. It was like crazy. And, and then orders were just flooding in. 
And my parents, just a small bit, they, they couldn't keep up with it. And they couldn't keep up with the manufacturing. And at that time, the model that we had was very laborious. And so we had to uh, scale things. And now, you know, bringing it back, what, you know, five, six years, like it's to the point where they're not doing anything anymore. And, uh, you know, we've got overseas manufacturers that do part of it. And we're in, you know, all the Pure Hockeys, which is, you know, the biggest uh, hockey retail store in the U United States and um, sell online and everything. So, so they're, 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 they're hands off now. It's just me and Johnny running the show. And due to Johnny's expertise in that uh, side of the business, we've been able to really scale it and grow. That's really cool because I always I like to ask people if like a family member tried to talk them out of doing like pursuing their venture and it sounds like your dad was your toughest customer at first. He was. Oh yeah. Uh, but he it doesn't sound like he was deterring you. He was just like you got to sell me before you can sell other people. Hundred percent. So do you think that Sauce Toss would be where it is today without just because? Uh, like if you didn't have a dad that had uh, manufacturing expertise, do you think that your learning curve would have been a little different and maybe taken you longer to get to where you are? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and really, I uh, I thought it would be something that would just help them. I, I just wanted to help them. I didn't even care about it being something that would make me money or even be where I am today. I just wanted, I just thought it would be something that they could make and add to their portfolio, which would, you know, uh, bolster their business is all I really, the original intention was. And it, it was just something for me on the side because like I said, I was, I was working, you know, long hours, long weeks, um, you know, covering rotator cuffs and ACL surgeries. And, um, uh, I didn't have the time um and i didn't have the i didn't understand the manufacturing process now i do way more um and my dad would try to explain it to me and i would be like well, well why can't we just sell it for this thing it's like no it's there's a like all the cost that goes into it and and john and my dad are very similar in that mindset where you know i just want to do something and bring joy to people and like make money but that's not how it works. You got to, it's strategic and it's, you know, there's, there's shipping, there's supply chain, there's like order management, it's all this stuff. Um, and it's, so now I, I totally understand it, but initially I was just kind of on the side doing social media, just trying to build it up. And it's, it's, yeah, I understand a way more about it now than I ever did. And it's, yeah, so it's, it's evolved more than I ever thought I ever I we just did the episode with Crossnet last night and I kind of asked them a trade show question too I noticed from I think it was a couple of your Instagram posts it looked like it was like a trade show backdrop behind you guys so I'm curious in a setting like that like what your sales pitch is during uh, you know because trade shows have hundreds of vendors or whatever so like what your pitch is during something like that, because I would think that as an entrepreneur with like a product that you developed personally, that it's kind of a struggle to separate 
yourselves from the physical product like if if someone came up and asked you like i'm trying to think of how to word it if they like had a suggestion for an improvement or something like i would think it would feel like a personal attack rather than just uh constructive criticism so I'm just kind of curious because we always hear in our sport management classes on campus how important sales is. And uh, you worked in medical equipment sales. So I'm sure that helped. Um, but so how did you kind of handle that environment? Yeah, well, I mean, kind of the beauty of uh, soft toss, especially at like the trade show you're um, referencing is the, the Minnesota high school hockey tournament the Let's Play Hockey Expo, which is like the biggest hockey expo and which is just in St. Paul here. And uh, the beauty of Sostas is they get it. You know, I don't, you don't really have to, they're like, oh, it's because there, there is some competitors out there and they all sell the same, like a, a ramp version, yeah. um, which is, it's great. It's no bashing them, but Ours is a different game. We have the patented uh, 1.3 point system that nobody else can touch. So they'll they'll walk up, they go, oh, another sauce, and they're like, whoa, um, no, this is this is different. Like, and so like basically, it's not a it's not like I have to sell anyone in regards to like why why would I go that? It's like they just get it when they see it and they play it, and they're like, oh wow, th this is a uh, this is different and uh, fun, exciting. I can see how I could take this to the cabin. I could, uh, you know, uh, you know, before games warming up, just just doing trick shot, whatever you want to do. Um, it just kind of gets it. Yeah, and you do get those objections where they like, you know, we started out with a uh, a board that was a polypropylene board that we were literally screwing. Um, the entire board, it was, like I said, it was so laborious that we couldn't keep up with production. So my dad's like, well, what if we made it like a rotationally molded board, which is basically if you would think of your lifetime tables, like those folding tables, the, yeah. the, the plastic, that's basically what we did. And that's how we shifted. So we didn't have to, you know, do a bunch of screws and then that was kind of heavy so we got complaints you know it's heavy and i well, i would complain about it too because it's like i want to take it to the beach i remember as in when i was out training uh for my uh robotic surgery job and i went i was training out in sunnyvale california and i met up with a buddy we went to santa cruz and had a park somewhere and i was like lugging this around to get some footage you know but i'm like Oh man, can you take this for a second? It's like, so we like switch on, and like this. I think I told him, it's like, we gotta figure out another way. This is like, yeah, once you get it there, it's great and it's durable, it's it's, it's awesome, but uh, there has to be a better way. So when John and I took over, uh, we really changed things, consolidated, made, made the products uh, just because we had a bunch of different options and it was confusing to the customer. So we, we listened to everything, listened to our guts or, you know, our um, instinct and we changed it to where we have it, which is where I've always wanted it to be. So it's, it's very, um, 
it, the life cycle of it was uh, not easy, but we we got there. So, in terms of like what you were saying about sales, it sounds like if you if you create like a good enough product that it sells itself, then the selling part becomes a lot easier. Um, yeah, yeah, and you know, it's easy to take uh, you know criticism like personally, and that's part of you gotta understand and then there's people that like a competitive product and and we we don't that's okay that's fine and like first of all and like retailers would say that well we got this one and like that's okay you should have both because they're different games you know they're we are a different game they're a different game and there's a uh there's a need for both of them and, and that's okay and you just gotta take it like that. So, I'm wondering, just touching on uh, what the topic before that you were talking about, how when your product is on a retail shelf or a buyer is talking to you and they say, "Oh, well, we're selling your competitor," and you're like, "We're a different product." Um, I'm always curious if people like in the space of these unique games. Do you guys view other products like obviously they're competitors? But I also think that there is some sort of relationship there where like if someone buys like an outdoor game uh, like Spike Ball or something, that a sale from that would mean that that person's more likely to make a purchase of Sauce Toss because it's in that same realm like an outdoors game. Uh, so is that a way to view it or is it just like everything? No, exactly. It's like I think it just grows the space, right? So I think it's... No, I, I think it's 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 a very positive thing, and you're not gonna cannibalize sales. It's just gonna actually, you know, nurture and grow what uh, you know that that space. So I think that's you no, know, that's how we view it, and that's how I think anybody should view it. It's just that you're creating more yard game, more funds, a different deal. So I think it's a good thing. So do you recall if you guys had any other um, name thought up besides so sauce toss? Uh, I don't, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, that name just stuck. I think maybe there was puck toss, but yeah, that, that's the only thing I can think of that is something, and that's why I said it's like it just clicked. It was just like, oh, that's it. All right. And then that's done. And it was just like, and it was just, that's just me talking to myself. Um, it, it just like, yeah, it just came to me and I was like, boom, done, domain name, boom, we're, we're good to go. So yeah, no, there wasn't really many other names I even considered. And I can't even remember anything that stands out to me. I do own pucktoss.com, but uh, <laughs> I would never do anything with it, but yeah. That's pretty fortunate. Usually in these like origin stories, you hear them and they're, they have like an inner conflict between a few names, but you just got sauce yeah, sauce. No, yeah. That, and that was all in me internally. Um, and yeah, I, it's like, you know, writing a book and then figuring out the title later. But uh, no, it was kind of like figured out the, the title and figured it out from then. Yeah. So what do you envision the future to be for sauce toss like do you guys have plans for 
additional products or diving deeper like into a tournament side yeah so i mean we've uh yeah we got we got big plans and um you know you speak on tournaments we we've done oh probably five or six tournaments um most recent before covid we did one in here in uh, Minnesota with the state of hockey, which is kind of the Minnesota wild, uh, outreach group that promotes hockey within the state. And we did, we, it was a huge deal, uh, that we did at the Schwann super rink. Uh, there was like a turf outside. We had like 20 games set up, uh, NHL players coming and that was a big deal. And now once things open up, we're going to gear back up. I, I envision us doing tournaments all over the place. Uh, as it grows in the uh, uh, people, uh, the knowledge of what the game is grows. And um, we usually try to do it for like a fundraiser. So we you don't make any money, but it's just good um, promotion of the, the game and getting people together and uh, doing it for a good cause. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get back into that kind of tournament side of things. And, you know, within the business John and I own, we have some hockey uh, products that we're going to be coming out with. Uh, I can't speak on, but um, so, so yeah, it, there's definitely a, a, a continuation of, you know, what we're doing. Um, maybe some accessories and stuff for soft toss, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, uh, we have, we have stuff in the, uh, in the pipeline. So do you have advice and this question is usually opposite of what I asked. Do you have advice for future entrepreneurs in this field on what not to do? So like think of the opposite of what you'd say. And this can be something like a financial woe that you experienced or just something like a simple mindset shift. Uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, remove emotion from it um, because like I, like I was saying with, you know, my dad talking like the numbers, it's not gonna work, but I'm like, but I, I think this work, we have to have it at this price. And like, cause I, you know, I, I'm an emotional person and I, uh, and wear my heart on my sleeve. So like sometimes entrepreneur, you have to be, you have to look at the numbers, you have to look at the data, you have to, you know, be very strategic. Whereas I would, you know, better better now but i would be more like oh well maybe we can do you know you kind of have to be a little more cutthroat and uh, some john's good at that's why we have a good um uh ebb and flow and um you know he's uh i wouldn't say he's a bad cop but uh, usually i'm I, i'm the nicer guy but uh, we're both nice guys but He's, he's just a little more strategic and directive, whereas something I would kind of maybe think a different way. So you kind of have to take out your emotional feelings about your own product. And a lot of inventors, I think, do that, or they, they're so emotionally invested in it that they don't look at the big picture. But so that, I mean, I guess that would be the main thing that I would say is like, you you have to remove some of that emotion, at least for me. Um, it's coming out as a with a product, and it's like, oh, it's my baby, you know. It's like, but uh, yeah. I just want to throw this in there before, like, 
just the last question with your website and stuff hearing so before i pressed record you had said that you're from indiana you're from fort wayne um so after hearing you talk about your product and stuff it's cool because you could see sauce toss as being uh something that would help kids who are from parts that like because i'm from brookville indiana and i couldn't even tell you where i could have gone to play hockey um so i think that a product like this provides kids in those regions like the chance to get a taste for it even though they can't play competitively and maybe it they find a passion that they didn't know existed yeah no i i think um it, it allows the ability to like play hockey anywhere and what i would say is it always brings a crowd and every time you're like people are like stop like what is, what is that what are you guys doing over here and like you know people start crawling up and then it's like so a girl has never held the hockey stick before she'll come up and do all this and then i you know i give a, a few pointers and then like oh and like before you know it she's like scoring points beating the boys and so it's like something that anybody can do and it's going to fire up the passion for the sport because we obviously have a, a passion for hockey and so yeah it's just another uh, extension outreach for uh people that you know may never uh played hockey or and i've always said this when we started that it's not for just the skilled hockey player it's not it's not even just a training tool even though it is it's for like the fan it's for like you know the guy that never played hockey before that's like a huge fan of the team like that tailgates out, out of the rink or like or just like anywhere they can just they can all of a sudden just be like you know a hockey player and like you know show off that they like hockey and like uh it's just a fun fun deal so yeah i i've, I've always thought that it's just for not only the hockey player but the enthusiast and even not the enthusiast but somebody that just like like still getting games and um likes to have a good time and yeah so where's the most unique place you've seen like a customer post a video of playing sauce toss um let's see most unique place uh well hmm i i'm just thinking of the most unique place that i played which was in utah uh in the desert and it was actually like the first ever like trick shot sauce video before like any anybody ever made it a video i i was camping out in utah and you couldn't get a cell reception if you wanted to and uh the guys went on a hike and i was like i'm gonna try to get some time to go pro set up we're trying to get some footage and so i would go up this top of this cliff and i was like shooting pucks down in the sauce toss net you know i had it filmed up from the top from the bottom and it took me probably 50, 60 pucks or something until I actually made one. But when I made one, it was just like amazing because you could see from the bottom and just like, yes, <laughs> did it. And it was just me, but I had to like go down, down the cliff. It took me like 20 minutes to go down, gather all the pucks up and then bring them back up. I'm like, all right, I got to get this right. But no, people play it everywhere. Um, you know, we got a distributor in the Czech Republic. Um, so it's all through Europe. Uh, there's some creative, creative stuff that people have done. But um, yeah, it's just like taking it 
you can literally take it to the beach, take it to the desert. You can take it, you know, before games warming up and then obviously tailgating. It's like, there's really, the options are endless. Um, but I, I don't, I don't mean to bang around, but that's like the most creative place that I can think of off the top of my head. So uh, I didn't know if maybe someone had tried sauce toss rooftop to rooftop. Yeah. Um, not yet. Uh, definitely like sauce from dock to dock in the lake, you know. Um, yeah, definitely um, done some creative stuff. Yeah, that's that's off the top of my head. I just can't uh, think. There's probably something out there that I'm just not. The synapses aren't firing, but um, it's been a lot. Like, it, that's what I love. I love seeing uh, people, you know, do creative stuff. Okay, so there is one great video guy. I think he's in, in Texas somewhere. He sauced through uh, his like second story, third story window down to his like rink, and it was a it was actually a really cool video. Like through like he's talking, he's talking like he's like sauces through the window, and it goes like you know a few hundred feet like. And, and then into the middle net, and they're like, he's just fired up, and everyone's just like, so like stuff like that's awesome. If I find that, I'll have to share it when we post the video link on here. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I can, I can direct you towards it. Where can to wrap up? Where can listeners go to follow the uh, the social media pages and buy their own set? If they're interested. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so saucetoss.com is uh, you know our website and uh, our Instagram is sauce toss um, and then you can find us on Facebook I think it's sauce toss hockey but all I think all you gotta do is search sauce toss uh, Amazon we sell on Amazon and then all pure hockeys it's kind of a, a great so if you have a pure hockey around yeah you can go up and physically grab one or um, any of the other options are very good as well. We have a, a travel bag and a, uh, a go version, which the go version is just kind of like a, a, a mini version and it's fun. It's like, and it comes with a bag. So you can literally just, you could throw it in your carry on, take it anywhere. It's just, it's not supposed to be uh, to cannibalize the original game, but it's just like a, like a sexy way to take it around anywhere. Like, you know, I've, I've taken it a lot of places and go to the bars and just have it on my back. And yeah, you can just whip it out anywhere. So, and eventually we're gonna be selling sticks too, um, uh, made by Franklin. Franklin's like a, it's a very, it's like a, a very well-known street hockey company. And so we'll be selling sticks so people don't have to take their expensive you know, because I don't know if you know this, but hockey's expensive sport, and uh, sticks can cost up to three hundred bucks, or Jeez. you know, anywhere from hundred to three hundred. It's crazy, and it could break any time. So, like, we'll sell like a, a I don't know the price range, forty dollar stick or so. So, if you took it on spring break, um, which we've done it down in Mexico and stuff, if you took it on spring break, you lost it never saw it again it's fine it's but so it's just a it's a, a easy way to uh you know not have to ruin your your 
quality ice stick. I will make sure to whenever we post a show in the show description too to put your guys' website so it's easy for people to find it if they want. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Um, yeah, it's cool. I didn't even know before reaching out that you were from Indiana, so that was cool. You're the yeah. first first one in the series that's from the state, so that's very cool. Yeah. Yep. My brother-in-law went to the University of Indianapolis for physical therapy. Okay. So, yeah. No, it's, it's good. I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and with the summer coming up, that you see some increased sales with Sauce Toss, hopefully in the Indiana area, too. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate it. And I just want to ask you, what's that sneaker there? Oh, um... Or both of those. It looks like it's like a... Yeah. I'm I'm just, I'm a big Ohio State fan. Like, you can't see, but on top of my bookshelf, there's another pair of sneakers. Um, A high school that I used to work for, one of the coaches, he went to Ohio State, like, in the 70s. And he just has a bunch of memorabilia, and he gave me some. I tried to wear them, but (laughs) <laughs> they hurt my feet so i was like i don't want to throw them away they're too cool so yeah they just sit yeah. there that's awesome man well i know the uh the hoosiers like their basketball that's for sure yeah I, I basketball like a hockey player it's not it's not pretty <laughs>
Yeah, no, I know it's it's been a thing people have been asking for for a while, um, and uh, we're just finally bringing it to fruition. But so it's and it's not yeah, it's not an easy thing to even ship, but that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I'll stay in touch. Like I said, if there's everything you need, let me know. Awesome, Cody. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Have a good rest of your day. You as well.